Hello and welcome back to the Rolling in the Deep podcast. I am Adele, owner of Babies on Broadway. I am here with my main gal, Summer, over there. And we have guests today. So, yes. So we've got some teenagers with us today. So if you've been listening to our podcast, one of our last podcasts was My Baby's a Teen. Mm. Yeah. And it's sad because all of a sudden they look like, yeah, they look like this. And they're not just like these tiny little babies that we love up in on the store all day. So we thought it would be fun to bring some actual teens in the live. They're feral. Yes. <laughs> feral and Some in the wild. feral teams to hear. <laughs> On to the podcast today, and we are going to do an episode basically called How to Keep a Strong Connection with Your Teen. Because oh. I think that a lot of people have a fear of parenting teens. And sometimes it's valid and rational. Very. <laughs> because I think it can be really difficult, and other times it's not so bad. It's really kind of fun to watch all their different stages in life and how they grow and kind of get little pieces of adulthood. Now, Lena here drives. Maddie here is going to drive shortly with her driver's license. Mm -hmm. She is taking Mm -hmm. her test in T minus 10 days. Yep. (laughs) I only know this because somebody's vehicle needs some attention. attention. And I've been hearing T minus 10 days is Is our countdown test time. And so that's a whole new freedom and responsibility that is coming out there. So we've got Maddie over here is Summer's daughter. So she is 16 and we've got Lena. Lena is actually an OJT student for me and also Maddie's best friend. <laughs> well, is that, is that an accurate statement? Yep. Yeah. yeah, they're besties for sure. Actually, we were joking with them before we came here today. It's probably why Lena looks so nervous over here. I was like, no giggling girls. Like you can't giggle the whole podcast. Because yes, there's like some days where they giggle. Like we don't even know what they're giggling about. To be honest it's probably you. those pictures they take of us. These weird, they do like to make us into these weird. Filters. Yes, filters. I sent one to Flynn last night. I did it on my own and he was horrified. <laughs> You did your own filter. He was like, why would you take that and send it to me? I was like, I don't know. Lena does it at work and it seems funny to me. I actually, when she does it, I make her send them to me because I'm like, this is so funny. (laughs) But watch out because that might be what they're laughing about. So if you have a teenager that's laughing at you, it could be because they just took a picture without you knowing, filtered it, and you look like some fugly creature. (laughs) Right. Maybe even like a baby, like with... (laughs) ears though that look like crazy there's so many there's so many crazy they can make filters. you into a cat yeah we should make teats into a cat yeah, we should. Oh someday. It'd be fun. <laughs> so uh, getting into the connections with our teens actually it was funny before i came here too because i sent i was like oh i'm gonna text my kids and ask them if they feel like we're connected or we have a good relationship So I got a little bit of two different answers. I mean, they both said yes, but my younger one, he's my more salty child. He's not quite a teen yet, though. So preteen? He's he's a tween. He's a tween. He said, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, what's the I don't know for? And he's like, well, yeah. I was like, okay, thanks. Then my older son, who's my actual teen, like my baby's a teen based on him, basically, was more like... Oh, yeah, for sure. And I was like, well, what do you think about, you know, your friends? Like, are they close with their moms? And then he, like, literally went down into breakdown. We will not use names. This one, this one, and this one, definitely not. But, like, this one and this one and this one, yes. And this one's really close to their mom. I'm like, ooh, well, which one are we more like? Well, I mean, we're not quite as close as this one, but, like, the next two below, we're good. (laughs) 
Oh, wow. Thanks you got for a that comparison detail. skill. I did, actually. Wow. So, and it was quite interesting. But coming to that, I mean, we thought we'd pick the girls' brain a little bit. In fact, they came up with topics for us. So I think that I would say Maddie and Summer have a pretty good connection and are pretty close. In fact, I'd say Lena's pretty close with Summer, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think it is about your mom or the way maybe she approaches parenting or communicating with you that keeps your connection open with her? I think it's because... Um, my mom is the only other girl in the house. <laughs> Are you dissing Peaches? <laughs> I mean, Peaches is the dog, and she's there, too. Listen, she if she is. could talk, I'd be a better connection with her. Oh, yeah. Well, she doesn't talk back. Oh, you know, she does, She barks actually. back. But she barks I don't talk back. You just dirty look. No. But no. I think my mom is also my best friend because... She worked with kids when before this, and that definitely gave her a lot of experience mm-hmm. to know how to talk with kids and teenagers. Do you feel like you would 100% always tell your mom the truth? Yes. Yeah? Yep. Like, not just saying that because you're on the spot? There's probably things I don't tell her all the time, but, like, 95% of the time it's the truth. Yeah. It's a pretty good number. That is a good number. Because usually mm-hmm. she'll agree with me. Or, right. like, she doesn't care. <laughs> now maybe that's what makes the communication better is like do you feel like it's because you know there isn't the fear of like someone getting potentially angry at you unreasonably yes yeah mm-hmm. very much yeah I think that's what I've noticed with mine maybe too is like like I might not be happy about something but I'm not necessarily gonna like fly off the deep end mm-hmm. so they know like they can tell me and I can take it in and like swallow that and like move forward yeah and that I've always kind of tried to pound in their head like you will be in a lot less trouble if you're just honest with me also like we can't defend you or have your back if you lie because then we're caught in the lie like it don't work it don't work like we're just trying to like help you out and defend you a little bit but then something isn't true and you're busted in it now we're busted in it too yep and we can no longer have your back so that's that's tough in that aspect it's real bad for <laughs> it sure. be real bad so just always be honest about it right and we'll work it through right I think it's been a real common message at our house is own your stuff and mm-hmm. we'll always have your back even if we're pissed yeah mm-hmm. yeah because that happens mm-hmm. Lena what about you what do you think makes communication easier like if you were do you find like summer's just a super easy person in your life to communicate with yeah I think she definitely is because you always have, like, something to respond with. <laughs> You're not just going to, like, not say anything back. That's true. I am a little bit vocal about Sometimes things. very brutally honest, but right. <laughs> it's good. Right. It can be. But I try to deliver it in a friendly manner. Yeah, you do. <laughs> That's a good part about it. You do, but you're, you're also agreeing with us, though, so it makes, us, it, makes it easier to talk to. Yeah. Right. Because it's, it's good to, like, validate what you're hearing and then also provide a little feedback. Yep. That's truly kind of what I try to do. <laughs> validation. And sometimes, yeah, validation and feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's anything, like, you wouldn't tell your mom? I don't think so. Like, I don't do stuff that I'm not going to tell my mom. you got pretty good kids, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, my older child tends to be, like, if he thinks he's going to get in trouble, might, like, be quick to be defensive with me. Where Which is, ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In your brain, I'm sure. Uh, mm. I don't like that. No. <laughs> At all. Because then you know there's probably more to the story. Well, yeah. And just also because mm. it's like I've preached that for so long, just tell the truth. And like it's much easier for me to 
kind of navigate it. And sometimes it's just like the dumbest thing that they don't want to tell you. Yes. Like it's irrelevant. But like I also then later can look at it and be like, oh, yeah, I get it. Like in your mind, it was just easier in that moment to just be like, nope. Yep. (laughs) But in my mind, it would be easier like, yep, just tell me Mm -hmm. because I'm going to find out anyways, which then makes me lose trust. So having that. Deliver your own mm -hmm. message. Right. And like I've always told my teen is like trust is something that was built over many years and can be broken so fast. Like just Mm -hmm. don't do it to yourself because life changes then when you have lost your trust leash. Right. And when we hear it from outside sources, they control a story Mm -hmm. that you, you lost power to control because you weren't, if you weren't upfront and honest and you never know what to believe. Right. If you don't control your own narrative, other people get to control it for you. Yes. It's a lesson to learn real quick. Yeah. What else, what else you got to say about that bonding and communication, girls? Well, first of all, I think me and Lena never lie to both of you, actually. <laughs> oh, oh good. Well, thanks. So you don't have to worry about that with us. Perfect. That's good. Yeah, we won't break your guys' trust. That's smart. <laughs> also, you don't want to see it. <laughs> having Lena around and having her be, like, really close to my mom, too, has definitely, and me and Lena are, like, really not opposites at all. No, we're the same person. <laughs> so we're duplicates. So it makes me feel better that she can also talk to my mom and I can talk to you at the same time. I think sometimes actually Lena brings out topics that maybe Maddie and I don't even wouldn't talk about. And that's kind of fun <laughs> because okay. then it does cultivate a conversation for us that like, oh, Maddie and I actually have never talked about that, but here it is coming up, mm-hmm. you know, or just like, when you guys came home from the dance, the formal dance, but you weren't together. And that was kind of fun just because then like Lena came home first and then she wanted to go out. So she kind of asked me like, do you mind if I go out? And I'm like, no, I don't mind. (laughs) But Maddie wasn't even home yet. (laughs) So it was, it was a very fun dynamic of like, oh my gosh, I get like two, two daughters now. Exactly. (laughs) That is fun. Yeah. I enjoy my boy time that I get Mm -hmm. at home. I oftentimes have a gangle of teenage boys (laughs) over. Yeah. I mean, just this weekend, I think it was. Sunday morning, I got up and I had my coffee and I was just sitting there chatting with the boys. Like, <laughs> what do you guys got going on today? Where are you going? That's like, so what's fun. new? Like, what am I missing? Like, what do you guys think when you hear your friends talk about their parents or their adult connections? Like, what do you think that you hear as feedback in the sense of what makes it a, a good connection or maybe not so good or more, you know, like, oh, all we do is fight. And what do you think? Like, what's the difference? If you were to think about it. Between you? No, like just in general, like your friends. Let's say your friends, when they talk about their parents or just important adults in their life, if they get along or not get along or feel connected to them, what do you think makes or breaks the difference? I mean, it sounds like one is just like being heard. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like they fail to listen. Yeah. Or maybe listening with closed ears, which I know is a weird concept, but it's where essentially you maybe have communicated something to them but their response might tell you they didn't hear you at all does that make sense yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so I always refer to that as listening with closed ears and that can be tricky because it's so unvalidating Mm -hmm. it looks like you're being listened to but actually (laughs) after you hear the response you're like huh Mm. you didn't listen at all no Mm. yeah that's a tough one how do you think do you when you think about like your group of friends do you think 
most of them have good close relationships with their families or do you feel like it can be either way either way yeah yeah Yeah, for sure yeah I know I feel like Rems were real up and down too Mm -hmm. if I had to say like what a common theme with his or like I've asked it over the years because oftentimes seriously like I have these kids asking me questions where I'm like "Ooh, (laughs) I feel like we might be crossing a boundary that might be meant for your parents but clearly you're asking me because you're not asking someone else yeah exactly um and so like what is that difference and I I've asked the kids like even later just at later times like why do you feel comfortable telling me that so one of it is just that they feel like I'm actually listening and two the I think the biggest thing that comes up is like the fear of like judgment and Mm -hmm. like the anger or getting in trouble for something but yes I think we all make mistakes as we grow up that's part of life you know mm-hmm. what else you think Matt um I think like you just said like the fear of judgment is definitely big with teenagers these days because like adults are just most adults just don't understand what kids like what kids are thinking and what kids are going through and then lots of parents like will be like oh back in my day or something yes and then like make it seem like our problems or less mm-hmm. than they actually are because it was different. Yeah, because it was different. It's a really good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that happens quite a bit probably. And it is different. It is so different. It's a different world. So I think Even like it, from when you and mm-hmm. I grew up. 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just the social media culture alone makes it Technology. S- such a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of the things that you guys have access to and that you can learn on your own or from other people way quicker than... Oh, look, I'm kicking Lena. Um, what happened in, you know, our time is just incredibly different. And yeah, you're right. Like trying to compare it to that doesn't really work out. Mm-hmm. So, cause it was just frankly, not a thing. Not at all. I know sometimes like I have to sit there and kind of gauge it in with my kids to like, yeah, I didn't have this because I didn't have access to those things or wasn't dealing in those same circumstances. Yeah. And so I try not to compare it in the way of like trying to make them feel like their problems are irrelevant or not as much, but just trying to think of something that maybe I went through that was similar, you know, but, or just listening and taking it in, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's a really good point too. And I think sometimes that parents probably fixate on the fact that it's because of your technology and like, maybe if you just stay off of it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal or, you know, but the reality is it's there. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to cross those bridges as they come. And I think when parents do that, it will make your child like less like want to talk to you because we're not asking for your back in the day statement. We're not asking (laughs) for that. It's going to, when you tell us that it's going to make us feel like like I just said, like our problems are less and then be less likely to come and talk to you parents mm. about stuff. Because mm-hmm. right. you're not giving us the feedback we want. Right. And obviously you guys aren't going to know what to say exactly, but like it's definitely not that. <laughs> not no, back, in the, back in the day. Well, listen, <laughs> when I was younger, the stories I got about back in the day is that they walked with freaking potatoes in their gloves, yeah. like four Fair miles foot. to school in 30 below weather. And I do remember thinking, what in the hell is that relevant? For? <laughs> <I know. laughs> so maybe that's how they feel about when we're like, well, back when I was younger, I had a flip phone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it didn't have the interwebs on it. 
<laughs> well, that's a reality check I wasn't maybe ready for. Right. <laughs> now I'm a potato in the hand talker. <laughs> no, I do try not to do that, though. Um, and you're right. That probably would, you know. It would. I could see where it would be a major turnoff. Mm-hmm. So what, besides that, though, like, when... So you said your mom does a really good job listening because she validates what you're saying. But like, so what happens if like we're listening to something that our kids are telling us and like, we, we can't really think like necessarily you're right, but we're listening. We're, we're like, okay, yeah, we're taking this in like, but there isn't a great response. Like, is that also going to make you feel less likely to talk to your, to your parent? Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe like a little bit, but Mm -hmm. like. In my mind, it's like I also put myself in your guys' shoes a little bit because you're not always going to know what to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're not. No. There are many days <laughs> that we're stumped about what to say. Well, yeah, and it's no different than, like, age is a number, but there's maturity that goes into it in life experience, but we're also human beings as well. So, like, just like you're learning and growing, we still are too. Right. So sometimes we just come across something that we have never experienced or dealt with before and we're in the exact same boat you are like we have no idea right how to navigate it (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and you're just like okay here we go it's gonna be what it's gonna be and we're just gonna do it but and hopefully you can just convey that whatever it is you have your kids best interest and mind in their back but that's that's a tough one it is real tough what do you guys think about like just our you know the listeners might want to hear ways to build connection what would be ideas that would obviously I'm hearing listening as a huge one and active listening, which means they're actually engaged mm-hmm. and they're hearing what you say. It sounds like empathy is probably another one, which is the ability to kind of put yourself in someone else's shoes and feel what they're feeling. What else though, from like a parenting perspective would maybe build a bridge that, you know, makes you feel connected to your parents? Reaching out to them and, like, actually doing stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but, Dad, can I talk about that? Okay, I definitely, like, <laughs> I've built a better connection with my dad by getting out of my room a lot more since my brother left. I don't think I'm actually in my room anymore at my dad's. So, like, wow. yeah, my dad tends to be in a lot better mood when mm-hmm. me and my brothers are out in the living room doing something all together. So I think spending more time with children. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good, yeah. That quality time. It's huge. It's huge. It is. I was actually hoping one of you guys would mention it because I think it is vital. <laughs> yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. say quality time too. Mm. Oh, I'm over here like, oh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like fail at that a little yeah. bit. Quality time looks different though, it for does. people. Thank you for saying that. It does. So It really does. Yep. I have to remind myself of that because my quality time with my kids is at really different times. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and is. it doesn't have to be like a long time either. It doesn't have to be like for hour, like not even an hour, but like at least 15 minutes max. Mm-hmm. Well, like that's all we need. Plenty. That's all we need just to like know that we're like we're still a family and like mm-hmm. you guys care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can feel those days when I come home specifically more with my younger one where he's just like very in my space bubble just kind of like wanting to show me things and talk to me and like it's like a trigger in my brain like I need to listen Mm -hmm. like what I'm doing I gotta put down Mm -hmm. my phone I don't need to look at my email I don't you know because that's 
a big part of like bringing your work home. Like yes. maybe I'm just not present in that moment and need to be because mm. he just wants to show me like little things. Yes. And that just means a ton to him. You yeah, know, I think those days are definitely the most important to like keep that relationship there because if they're coming to you, it clearly means there's some sense of comfort mm-hmm. and want to hang out with you. So if like a child does have those days, that's when you definitely just need to like go off the phones and whatever and make sure that quality time is there with them. That's a really good yeah, reminder. Yeah, because we, we get suck, succubus to our phones too. Oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am definitely open to like being told, hey, get off your phone, you know. Mm-hmm. I tend to like not even know where my phone is half the time. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> I don't know where the hell my phone is, so Yeah, you're pretty good with it. I would have to say mine will straight out tell me, put down your phone. Mm-hmm. Like he's That's really good about it. Probably good. Mm-hmm. Like just okay, there's my cue. Yeah. <laughs> it was loud and clear. Yep. It couldn't have been more clear. Thank you. Yeah. I mean he'll tell me. Yep. It's mm-hmm. good. It's good he vocalizes it. It is. Yeah. What about you, Lena? I think the phone thing is really important. I don't know. My parents are on their phones a lot. And then, like, you said, like, closed ears listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My parents do that a lot. Like, they just leave me unheard. Mm-hmm. And then they don't respond. That's like Snapchat unread. Or wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these girls are unopened. always. Unopened. Yeah. And then what's unboxed? Boxed. <laughs> boxed. Unboxed. I don't understand. Unboxed. unboxed. <laughs> You're making up your own terms somewhere. Is there an unboxed? I thought there was. there was. Did you tell me there was? Unboxed. Oh, I think so. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. I thought I was unboxed the other day. Unboxed Maybe that's like a deliver. luxury purse or something that gets unboxed. No, it's like those videos. You can unbox stuff. Oh, that's Is that a thing? Oh, well, the unboxing. Like an unboxing video? We are not good. No. no. I, I don't even have Snapchat. There's room for improve, what she improvement on this. <laughs> Definitely room for improvement. You're right. On our Snapchat <laughs> logos. Flynn said something to me last night, though, like, I, I don't know. I, don't leave me maybe unopened. Or like, what if I didn't respond to his? Like, I opened his and then okay. I didn't respond. respond. That's unopened. Yep. Okay. I did that. Oh. He, oh my gosh. Why not? But then I tried to send him something back, so I sent him a picture, and oh he said that wasn't a snap. <laughs> and like, apparently, you're just supposed to like take a picture of something, like a ceiling. Or That's like, a snap. I don't know. I sent him a picture of Louie. Well, that's that's a snap. like a great snap. But it wasn't like in the moment. It was like a picture of my camera roll. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yes. yeah, that's not a snap. Why doesn't that count? That's like a chat. Yeah. Oh, You're shoot. like texting him a picture. But it was in Snapchat. I don't understand. <laughs> I know, like so that it should be a snap, right? Because <laughs> I didn't snap it, it in the moment. That must be it. Yeah, that's like, because you did it over chat. A uh, snap is like when you take like a picture, like in real life. And yeah. Send it. Mm-hmm. Not like one that you That's had. like when they like do this and it's half the time it's like half their face. You know, like, like <laughs> they want to see you look like that? That's <laughs> what I'm thinking in my head. Like, what? I don't even understand. I just thought a nice picture out of my camera roll of the dog seemed appropriate to me. And <laughs> then, then he, he said that that was not, not a snap. That's what he said. <laughs> I was, it's so hard to know. Okay, wait. Know I have a thought before I lose it. Oh, good. Go like, speaking of social media, my mom really doesn't have much. And I actually like that a lot because mm. I think... With social media, if your parent has it, sometimes they see, like, other families and other kids, like, being this happy family and these great kids. And sometimes they, like, want their kids to, like, be exactly what they're seeing on the Internet sometimes. So I think, actually, social media can be, like, a parent not having social media can be 
building that connection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say having social media is a double edged sword. I know that. I mean, my kids. Yep. (laughs) There's lots of stuff that goes on social, just being a business owner. And I try to Mm -hmm. keep my personal page like fairly quiet, you know, like I'll post accomplishments I'm proud of or different things like that. But in general, my kids are not a big fan of it, Mm -hmm. just to be honest with you. It's hard. I mean, because like even just being in the public eye in general for me being a business owner, like things get posted about you or about your business or podcasts that you have out or videos or whatever it is that might embarrass your kids. Mm. That's one for sure. The embarrassment. But also, like you said, the presumption of this like perfection of a family that maybe isn't even really there. Yeah. Yeah, is really tough as well. Mm-hmm. Or like you're in that moment of like not getting along or maybe there's things going on in their social media that are inappropriate and that you're right. coming across, which is really tough too. Mm-hmm. We forget that kids are on there rolling around mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword, that it TikTok. Is. I don't know. A lot of moms are on it nowadays. How do you guys feel about that? I mean... Like, sometimes it's good, too, though, because maybe it's, like, a relationship where you're just sending, like, reels or TikToks to each other. Like, I know me and my mom do that a lot. So, like, sometimes it's good, but... I get a lot of food food recipes from Insta. Right. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, from Maddie. That's, like, all she sends me. That's nothing wrong with that. I've tried a couple. <laughs> it's for me and Lena. Oh. Yeah, she sends me quite a lot of food ones, too. I believe it. <laughs> Are they good? They are good. We made one. I see a lot of food on my Facebook sometimes too, but it reads your mind, you know, and then it starts telling you stuff. Why does it keep sending me cruise ships? I need to know this. Like (laughs) cruise ships. Yes, on Facebook, like every other like thing is about a cruise. Were you talking? Were you doing anything with cruise? No, no, I was not. This is strange. I know. Well, mine only sends me food because that's all I look at. That's all you think about. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't mind recipes. I don't want to look at cruise ships anymore. <laughs> I don't even That's like odd, boats. Because usually it's the listening, you know, like it hears your, your phone hears you, you know, the mystery phone is like hearing you and then yeah. it starts sending you weird stuff from what you've said. I wonder if someone else was maybe talking about a cruise like while in the store or something. Yeah. But here's the deal. Like I get violently seasick. I ain't doing that. <laughs> like, There is no ad that's going to sales pitch this to you? No. Went on a cruise ship one time like when my grandparents took me on a trip and we were literally going across the sea from like Greece to Italy. I was so sick. Like <laughs> I will never. No repeats. Mm-mm. 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 No, not at all. But yeah, those are some really good thoughts. Wrap it up for us. If you could give the moms out there listening one piece of advice to communicating with their children. Okay. So we're going to give you some time to think about this or like one thing that you think would help them strengthen their bond as their child is growing up and, and phasing out of like that, you know, preteen into like actual teenager, mm-hmm. soon to be adulthood, mm-hmm. having your own thoughts, brains, like all those things. Mm-hmm. What would it Even be? if it's just like an insight yeah. into how to understand you. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. I have two. Okay. Perfect. Um, one is like freedom. Obviously, don't let us go anywhere we want to, but, like, also, like, both mom and dad, like, give us a little bit of freedom. No offense, but we don't want to be with you guys all the time. (laughs) So, like, freedom is definitely a big thing. And my second thing was just, like, make your kids 
like sometimes your best friends. Mm-hmm. Don't don't make them like your best friend ever. And like so be a little stern with them sometimes, but then also like a friendship is good too on if you want your child especially as they get older. To, right? Yes, mm-hmm. especially. Mm-hmm. How about you, Lena? Okay, I have one thing, but it doesn't like fit under that. That's okay. Okay, yeah. I think it's important, like if you have more than like one kid, not to compare kids to each other, because every kid is Ooh, different. That's a really I good think one. that's something that like a lot of parents do. Yes, huge, huge. That is a huge one. I'm so glad you brought it up, because that can be so easy to do and not even like intentionally. S- exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Like on that subject, I have to know. So you you have sisters yeah and a brother yeah okay and I mean do you guys ever feel like your parents have a favorite oh my parents definitely have a favorite you totally feel that okay what about you no okay I don't think so yeah so that's you've done a really good job Summer. (laughs) but like I get baffled by my boys sometimes because like my older one tells me he's convinced that my younger one's my favorite and my younger one is absolutely convinced that my older one's my favorite and neither one of them can understand that, like, I seriously actually don't have a favorite. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have guessed e- I, really either for you either. Yeah, and I just get really confused by why they say things like that. And it's it's frustrating to me because I don't try to compare them in any, they're very no. different. In fact, I've said that from day one. Yeah, <laughs> they they have, came out like, different. Yes. <laughs> they are two different beings. And I kind of wonder if it's their age gap, yeah. like the age gap that they have. Mm-hmm. It's a really hard one. So if mm-hmm. you're also listening to this, I'm just going to tell you, five years is tough. And I hear from a lot of parents out there that have the same age gap. It's like this weird bridge where like the younger one really wants to be like the older one. And in my case, my younger one is bigger than the average child kind of. So like his friends can mistake it like he is older than he is. I oftentimes even now have to remind them like he is 11 and their faces always are like, (gasps) shocked right. by that Thinking you know he's 14 15 yeah. yeah and I'm like no 11 there's a five-year age gap here that's big mm-hmm. and you fools are like half you know you're almost adults <laughs> right knock it off and then vice versa my younger one a lot of times will see like me allowing the older one to do all these things and he's like well I want to be able to do all those things well yes. again you're 11 like time will get you there yes because I think if I asked my <laughs> younger two I feel like they may potentially Mm -hmm. say my older Older two two are my favorites. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just because they see now the relationship you've built and the trust that your older two have gained. Right. They're not there yet. So they still have some of the limitations put on them, frankly, because their brains aren't mature enough to be doing those things. Absolutely. They still need a Mm -hmm. real heavy handed parent. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's the bottom line. Yeah. So that's tough too. I always, I hate when they say that though. It just breaks my heart because I'm like, I I do not have a favorite. I know. God. Darn it. Okay. That was really good. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's in the comparing kids. It's, like, it's, mm-mm. you're all different. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Everybody's going to have different. There's no one good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a specific example you want to share? I don't have an example. I just like know that my parents have a favorite. Okay. They have different favorites though. They yeah. They have the same one. Okay. Oh. Oh. Each one has a different. That's yeah. kind of fun. That is <laughs> kind of fun <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> That is so it's not like one token child for the both of them I mean I guess it depends on the day but yeah they don't usually it's not the same that's their favorite got it got it okay that's interesting Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I think it's more tough since 
you're older too like there's like your parents are just have older kids in the house too so it's like you guys are all different and so it's like i don't know maybe older kids it can be tough with right your personalities are more defined yes Mm -hmm. yes yeah where we've still got some littles at our house so that makes it a little bit more chaotic and not as independent yeah, because I'm the youngest. So. Right, right. So your parents are dealing with. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like youngest, older kids. but like still like teenager. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Lane is my favorite. So. <laughs> Thank God, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you are now someone's favorite. It's Maddie. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast today and willing to open your lives a little bit, give some, mm-hmm. you know, advice out there to those moms who are either, you know, for parents who are parenting a teen right now, coming into parenting a teen, have a preteen, a tween. We're just little tiny babies that are going to be teens someday. Yes. (laughs) What they have to look forward to, because it is really fun. It is fun. You get big and adults and personalities. I think sometimes there's this like fear factor parents build in their brain about parenting teens. Yeah. And it's a fallacy. Yeah. It's actually way awesome. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. great. They grow up and they do like adult-like things. When they leave, it's not. Nope. We're not talking about that yet. (laughs) Still fresh. We mentioned that last week and it's still fresh here. (laughs) Update though. He did call. He did call. And there was instant tears. So we're going to leave it at that. Yep. (laughs) I was like, oh no. (laughs) Goodbye. Hi, Tim. (laughs) Yes. Goodbye. (laughs) I will man this. (laughs) It's crazy, but I will man this. Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Maddie and Lena, for joining us on the Rolling in the Deep podcast. And we will see you guys next time. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.